The pedestal. The pedestal. The pedestal. <laughs> and we back. It's the pedestal. How are you doing today? Uh, today I'm I'm doing well. I'm doing um you know it's hump day that that we're recording this. So yes, glad to get over the hump. Um, yeah, to just you know blessed, highly favored, uh, beyond lucky. So I'm I'm doing really well. To be honest, <laughs> how are you going? Blessed, living life. Hashtag <laughs> appreciation Man, post. Hashtag you appreci- you are extremely blessed. Uh, so blessed that I think you broke Instagram on. You know, a this, couple of days ago, can we, not, can we not talk about my Instagram post? Is that okay? No, can but we? like, we, no, but <laughs> so much went into myself. this photo that like, I can we literally need to, see myself blushing. You, guys, go, <laughs> if you have Nick on Instagram, please go find this photo and just uh, look at it for what it is. It is, I, it's the <laughs> ultimate thirst trap. I've never, like, I didn't know I knew I'm going to archive like, that fucking photo. Oh, dude, the amount of cuck. If you if you can see it here, we'll probably if, if there's a clip, we'll put it. It'll it'll come on now. Oh, and if you're no. looking at the photo, oh. like you, you're wearing headphones, but you have no clothes on. I mean, look, I, I'll, <laughs> I'll give it to you. I'll honestly, I'll give it to you. Like this is an amazing. You do not look like this in real life. No, no it's but okay, this sorry. is you. It's but this very, is you. It's very clever uh, photography. Uh, I, I'm a, I'm a director by trade. So, so, so Man, this is a mess. You got apps on the side. When do you get those? Mates, or they I've don't never exist. Seen those. They don't exist. They, it's use of lighting, lighting expertise. Got me those, those side apps. Um, yeah. You know, like, you know, sometimes like you just kind of catch yourself and you're like, Whoa, I've, I will never look this good ever again. And the light yeah, is okay. hitting me nicely. And I was just like feeling myself in a big way. So then I took the photo and then never, was never going to post it, right? Yeah, okay. And then, and then I had it, I had it in my photo, and then I was like, then I was like sitting there watching TV, and I started like editing it, and I was like, oh, if I use, if I pull the shadow bar like a little bit over, then I look like way more ripped. I was like, oh, let me pull that shadow bar over. It's like, oh, if I pull this the saturation and look more tanned, and then by the end of it, all the editing, I was like, fuck, this is a good photo, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, couldn't so you couldn't just, not post it now, and then I posted it, and then that's when all hell broke loose. That's when, <laughs> dude. I don't, where did you get this chin? Can I order this chin? Uh, like you, you got a good chin on you, but like, dude, this chin, this chin, I like. I wanna this chin does. I want. I want its workout program. I want it on supplements. It's on. <laughs> Like this That's is a, a real chin. I'll, I'll judge. I'll judge the chin. Uh, I think where I got it from was called. It's a place called uh, Genetics. Uh, it's a hard oh, place. Okay. To, it's a hard place to come by. Um, but if you got them, they work for you. Uh, yeah, no. So. I, I, we, we had to talk about this photo. We we had to. Discuss no, it. no, no. It broke enough. the internet. Um, it broke my internet at least. It it did. It did. It did. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It broke my fucking DMs. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. I wasn't. Oh. <laughs> No, I'm Broke kidding. The DMs? I'm kidding. No, I didn't, didn't. Oh, so you? Oh, so this? You said to let motherfuckers know. You said to let you. You said to let people know, like, hey, by the way, I look like um, this. This is just how I look. You know what and it was? I'd like to share it with you. I just like I'd like to share it with you so you could know. I think it was like a mid, like a quarter life crisis thing. That's what I think. Actually, why? Oh, okay. I think it was like an irrational fear of getting old. Like, yeah, okay. it was like a, it was like a. This is like, a great PR spin, by the way. You're doing great. Uh, thank you very much. I appreciate it. So like, I think I saw, well. I saw the photo and I was like, I'll never look like this again. And then two years from now, I'm going to look worse than this. And then for 10 years from that, I'm going to look way worse. And then when I'm like 50, I'm going to look back yeah. and be like, fuck, 
at one day I did look like this. I'm glad that I, I'm assuming it's still Instagram still exists at that stage. I can look yeah. at that photo and be like, oh fuck, I did look like this at some stage. So, so I think that's why, that's why I did it. But in terms of it, my rational fear of aging, because I think it is irrational. I think you even spoke about it last week. Like I, I'm so scared of getting old. Like I'm like 28, yeah. like, oh shit. Like my half my life's already done when that's not true at all. Do you have any of your own irrational fears? Uh, yes, I do. And oh, guys, the podcast has now started. I was just, uh, you know, I had to, I had to, we had to touch this. <laughs> had, to, had to have me. Um, we had to, we had to. <laughs> had to have my I whole life. You. I, couldn't, I couldn't just leave you like that. Just um, let so, yeah, me but, post the thirst trap. Fuck. Okay, no, yeah. No, you can on. do whatever you want, but we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about <laughs> yeah, it. Fair enough. You can do what you want, but we're going to talk about it. I thought, um, okay, tell me about your fucking irrational fears. Jesus. So I have a very <laughs> irrational fear. I think we all have this fear, but no one likes to talk about it. Mm. Um, and it's kidney stones coming out of your urethra. <laughs> it scares like, me. It's such death. a real fucking thing. Because like, you've heard about at least one person who's got it. And you're like, I don't know how I could get a marble outside of that hole. Like it's a small hole. You know what I mean? Dude, like what the fuck? How is any stone coming through that hole? So th- that's my biggest rational fear. So much so that I spent, um, I think it was like a week ago, I spent six hours deep diving. Like how, how do I stop this thing <laughs> from coming into my life? How do you how not do get this? How do you not yeah. get kidney stones? <laughs> yeah. So anyway, the last week yeah. I've been drinking about six to eight liters of water. Okay. That's actually not good for you. Don't that's pretty that. not healthy at all. That's like, yeah. It's not okay. healthy at all. But yeah. one of the things they do say is you need to sort of, basically what happens with kidney stones is um, a bunch of chemicals, you know, biology, science, periodic table. Yeah. These compounds rise in acidity okay. in your urine. And mm-hmm. if you don't sort of like, you know, drink water to dilute them yeah. or like don't eat too many, you know, things like spinach, um, potato, uh, beets, high was- in like o- oxide, oxide, yeah. So these things yeah. like calcium oxide can build up and that can actually start forming little stones. And those little stones go, okay, this guy's not serious about his life. We're now just going to become one <laughs> big ass stone and we're going to wreck him. So wreck his penis for his life. Yeah. yeah. So I haven't, I'm not eating potato. I barely have spinach and I'm just drinking. So spinach, spinach is supposed to be good for me. So I mean, Popeye's Dude. dick looked like a fucking elephant trunk. <laughs> Nah, it's like any. It's one of those yeah. weird things where it's like, for some reason, spinach yeah. is high in o- oxide. Oxide. Yeah. Oxide. Anyway. Okay. Um. So yeah, that's that's one of my biggest ones. Uh, at yeah. the moment. Do you do you have any more? You I've got. I'm an anxious fucking wreck, so I've got a million. Um, <laughs> but um, one of the one of the big ones I've got is, and I'll, I think how health anxiety. While we're on the topic of health anxiety. I've got like a lot of that. So I was like a massive germaphobe throughout, like throughout university. So like I wouldn't, because I'm a smoker, I wouldn't shake people's hands with my right hand because that's what I smoke with. So I'd like shake my people's hands with my left hand and people would be like, why do you always give me your left hand? I'd be like, Oh no, I'm left-handed. And that was clearly a lie. Like I was, <laughs> I was, I was left-handed. Oh. Yeah. So why did you hit everyone's right hand? Cause they were hey. holding themselves or why? No. Cause I thought, cause I don't use my right, my left hand to do as much. So like I smoke with my right hand. I like, I eat with my right hand more than my left hand. You know what I mean? So like it, it was less probability oh. of getting the bacteria of what I've touched with that hand in my, in my stream. Ah. Yes. Yeah. So, so like, I, like people would ask me all the time, like, dude, like why the fuck are you giving me your left hand? I'd be like, Oh no, I'm, I'm left-handed. And that was just, that was just a, that was just a lie. Obviously washing my hands whenever I'd go anywhere. Um, like I'd be at the club 
and like a filthy fucking club in Grahamstown, which is the filthiest fucking town in the world. So imagine what that club looks like. Well, yeah, we still need to have the Grahamstown yeah. podcast whenever you're ready yeah, to yeah. talk about it. Yeah, when, yeah. When, <laughs> when you're ready to like when, yeah. pop the trunk. Yeah, when you can, when you can, when you can deep dive. I don't know. I'm not sure. When you're willing many, to risk it all. Too many skeletons in that trunk. Um, yeah, so, um, so my being at the club and then going to the bathroom and then like obviously I've really shaken hands with like a million people in the club. And there's no soap there. And then going to the bar and being like, sorry, there's no soap in your bathroom. Please give me some of the dishwashing liquid in the back into my hands so I can wash my hands because that's disgusting. And then but you're doing like, this mid-club? I'm doing mid-club. I'm not even using the to- – like I'm not even taking shit. I'm just peeing. But I'm like, I've just shaken my hands so much. With pe- I've shaken with other people who obviously haven't washed their hands either. I'm like, this is fucking disgusting. So, so yeah, that was, that was it. But now because of COVID, I feel fucking – Vindicated, Jesus! <laughs> oh, like now you've never shaken hands. Actually, yeah. a guy hit me. A guy hit me with that today. What do you say? You know, I, play, I play social basketball. So yeah, he, you know, he's coming to to help the team out, and he's he's just filling in for someone. Yeah. Um, and I went to go shake his hand, and he hit me with, "Hey, dog, got you." <laughs> I was just like, "Got oh, you here." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, I got you here with the fist, and I was just like, "Oh, it's good to do that." Was it one of those weird ones that was like, like you put your hands over his his, his fist, or yeah, it was weird. it was weird because he gave me the hand, and I was like, "Nah, bro," <laughs> just closed it, <laughs> and he just looked at me like, "Nah, bro," yeah. I'd literally give me the like, like it's this. so weird because like I understand it's a thing that's happening, right? That yeah, I'm meant to shake hands, transmission, sure. all those things, but in Perth, it's run out here. Maybe I'm oh, going to keep my words. Maybe a week or two, but like, yeah. it's, raw. it's not here. You raw don't have COVID there, too. That's, that's yeah. wild. Okay. Well, I mean, moving, yeah. moving swiftly along from COVID, because uh, I feel like we're giving this thing enough. Wait, wait. I, I had to get, I, I had one more fear. I have to get it off before, before we go. Oh, no, I no. I, I was about to say, wait, give me another fear, because, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I have this one fear. It, um, I don't, how do I say this without incriminating <laughs> myself? I had a dream that this happened to me. Okay. Okay. So then, well, I'm excited. Um, yeah, yeah. So I had, I had a dream this happened to me. I had a dream I woke up. Yeah. And um, I was feeling really anxious about work. Mm-hmm. You know that feeling when you're like, you're, you're kind of behind and you're doing all you got can. Got emails building up and yeah, like, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah, you've got deliverables not done yet. Yeah. Yeah. But, but technically it's the weekend. So that is your free time, but you know, it's just mm-hmm. building, right? It's just like so then in, in the dream. Yeah. So in the dream, it's like, you know, it's seven, eight o'clock on a, on a Sunday. Mm. It's like, okay, everything's ready. Okay, getting ready for the working week. Okay, you ironed everything. Yeah. And, you know, you, you're meant to just read a book or watch that terrible show that your girlfriend wants you to watch. Watch or, Brooklyn Nine-Nine or Shit's Creek yeah. or whatever the fuck, yeah. You know, or, or, or just watch your own show or whatever, but you're not meant to look at work. Yeah. You're meant to go to bed. That's your time. work is waiting for you in the morning. Yeah. You can get up a little earlier if you're behind, but not at night, right? Yeah, sure. So in the stream, I open my work emails and I don't understand shit. <laughs> I don't understand anything. I no longer understand how to do my job. I don't understand how anyone can keep track of so many projects. <laughs> I literally go like, what you're just is like this? A, like an ignorant idiot in your, in your dream. Is that what happens? Yeah. It's just like, <laughs> and that's my biggest fear is one day just waking up and no longer remembering how to do my job. In any capacity. Dude, that's crazy. Is it like, like you can't, like you forget how to ride a bike kind of thing. Like it's like you don't, like you get the- I'm talking like, like you literally it. read an email and you're like, I don't understand. I don't understand what they're asking of you. Okay, I'm no therapist, but that's the most easily fucking work audible dream in the whole world. Work audible, that's not a word, but that's fine. Um, surely it's a fear. You have a fear of not being competent 
or you have a fear of not being successful. And if you don't know what your, if you don't know how to do your job, you can't be successful. And that's yeah. why it's like this nightmare. I mean, I'm no therapist, but I fucking nailed that. My psych one. <laughs> psych Mate, one bitches. <laughs> yeah. Everybody wants to make it. No, 100%. So but only a few are gonna. Just, just so exactly. you guys know, any of you who are in the gym, you're probably doing that last <laughs> rep. There's a guy who did that extra rep. Yeah. No, 100%. You know. Or there's if a, you're running and you're thinking about stopping, don't stop. Just keep running. Because there's someone who... Someone literally is carried running on going. that extra step. Yeah. yeah. No, so anyway, yeah, th- those, those are my real um, irrational fears. I'm sure um, the listeners, I implore yeah. you guys to also check, check your irrational fears. Talk to someone about them because it can often be very therapeutic and, you know. Yeah, no, no, sure. Good to chat about. Yeah. So, so there's something else that I really want to chat about today. And that is, so Disney Plus brought out Hamilton, right? Which Ooh. is a play that we could that never really watch. We could never really watch ever because obviously it didn't come to South Africa. I don't know if it came to Australia, but maybe there's like limited oh. t- tickets. Um, oh, you mean yeah? the actual Broadway show, like the actual yeah. theater? Yes. Yeah. Oh, no, it's, it's coming. It's actually, it's, so basically how it works in Australia is it all starts mm. over East. So it goes to Sydney, Melbourne. Uh, yeah. And then after everyone's watched it and everyone's done, <laughs> yeah. then they come to then Perth. They, oh, really? They're like, okay. ah, we might as well, we might as well get yeah. this Perth. Oh, I mean, we, uh, yeah. So get yeah, that yeah. mining money. Yeah, um, so the, the, it, yeah. it is going to be in Sydney in um, 2021 sometime. But Dude, I understand what you're saying in terms of... That's so dope. No one got like, to see it. Yeah. No one really got to see it. I mean, South Africa, we couldn't see it. And then like, it sort of got democratized by it going on Disney+. Plus. Like everyone could watch it now. And which is amazing. Like I watched it. I was like, this is incredible. I watched it like three times over as soon as I could. Uh, and I know, you, I know you loved watching it. But then the backlash came because people started saying that it was a problematic piece of work because it is about slave owners and people who own slaves and people yeah. who who were uh, accomplices to people owning slaves like you know what i mean it's like a bunch of stuff so i mean what is your what is your opinion on that what did you pick up about this about this topic so for me i'm you know I've all, i'm a i'm a music buff Right? Yeah, sure. So I love music. I love Broadway shows. I love just singing, you know, what I'm talking about. So when mm-hmm. Hamilton, I was listening to Hamilton before I'd even seen the show. Oh, really? Like just, just like, just in terms of like sonically. Yeah. I already was on the music and stuff like that. Sure. Um, and I was living in my bubble of just enjoying the music and not obviously mm. looking at on a, on a larger sort of social and political um, yeah. uh, scope. Um, so look, when it came out, I loved it. I'm not going to deny it. I watched it twice over. Yeah, um, I love the music. I love the performances. Amazing. I love just seeing black people, you know, doing what they were born to to do and being put on 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 such a stage, and mm. also just enjoying those those actual people, you know, the actors' stories, and um, you know, just just celebrating it and loving it for that. Mm. And then the internet got a hold of it, and <laughs> black Twitter came up. And the and world said, went what crazy, and they said. <laughs> What the hell are y'all doing? Yeah. These are slave owners. Turn this off right now. So fast. Yeah. So, so quick. Fast. So like so days quick. after. Like I thought it was such good news. Like I thought it was like the world, we had COVID and Kobe died and Australia was on fire this year. And I thought the yeah. one good thing was is that everyone could fucking watch Hamilton. And it took two days for everyone to be like, shut it down. <laughs> shut the whole thing down. Turn off the lights. Yeah. It's done. We're not, we're not going to watch this anymore because this is ridiculous. Yeah. And um, look, I'm not saying that like those people are wrong because I read some articles and I was like, you know, by the end of the article, I was like, yeah, maybe we should shut this down. Like, maybe I, this isn't the best thing in the world. 
But I, I yeah. guess, I guess how it, did, I'll yeah. touch on how I sort of battle with that, but how did you, how did you sort of battle those two ideas? So, okay, so when I first watched it, I was like, this is amazing how we did it. Because using people of color, African-Americans, uh, Puerto Ricans, Latino people, you know, it was amazing. Um, and then I saw that video that you sent me, and it was all about like an African-American playwright who spoke yeah. about, he spoke about how he thinks. No, a historian. Like he's a historian. historian. He's yeah. a playwright and a historian. Yeah. So yeah. he was saying this is, this is like Jews celebrating Hitler. And I was like, that is the wildest Whoa. shit ever. That's hectic. That's very, very hectic. Yeah. But then I mm. thought about it and I was like, so when Lin-Manuel Miranda wrote Hamilton, yeah. apparently you'll know more about this, but apparently you wrote, the, you read the autobiography, the read the biography on Hamilton. Yeah, while, while it's on holiday, yeah. Yeah, and it was heard like, what an amazing, what an amazing story. I should write this. And then he got inspired and he wrote this and he wrote that. And that's how we get these amazing like, uh, like rap battles in the Senate and whatever. But then I was thinking about this guy, you're going to write, read a story like about this fucking guy, like this old fucking white man who had slaves who, so if he didn't have slaves, but his wife had slaves and he facilitated the own, the ownership of slavery. Like there are yeah. amazing stories that were never told. And he told, he chose to tell that story. Like he didn't tell the story of fucking Mansa Musa, the richest man who ever lived who happened to be African. He didn't tell the story yeah. about Menelik II, the Ethiopian emperor who defeated the colonial forces and uh, industrialized Ethiopia. You know what I mean? He didn't tell the story of like Bass Reeves, the coolest fucking cowboy of all time. He's like an African-American. You know what I mean? Like there are all these dope fucking stories that he could have made musicals about and he didn't. He made about an old white guy. And in that situation, I'm like, maybe they're right. Maybe the contents mm. was kind of weird for a person of color to choose, especially in these times where we're talking about telling black stories and representation, why talk about this old white guy? Yeah. So yeah, so that was my opinion on it. Oh, dude, you, you're potting today. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> need sorry. To come ready. <laughs> sorry, sorry. But I was, I kind of, it hit me like a train. I was like, Fuck. Mm. And I sent, then I sent you that video about there's an amazing scene. If you know guys on what American Gods, please watch it. It's an amazing fucking show. And it's all about slaves in a slave ship going from West Africa to America. And they call out for a Nancy, which is a, a, like a West African God. And he comes as a spider and they say like a Nancy, please help us. And a Nancy says, listen, unchain yourselves, uh, go murder the Dutch sailors and slit their fucking throats Sink the ship, yeah. and burn the ship. And they go, but then we'll die. And they go, no, you're already dead. This is what the, what you going to, this is going to be you for the next 400 years. And yeah. I was like, Jesus, you know what I mean? So you compare that scene to Hamilton where it's like, yeah. Hey, to, you know what I mean? It's like, I don't know. It kind of made me think maybe Hamilton was fucking wrong. Yeah. Hmm. And look, I'll, I'll, I'll sort of come on a contrast point of view where it's like, hmm. All the points you mentioned are very true. They're very correct. Sure. And I'm not, I'm not trying to say that sometimes like, look, let's just enjoy what we have while we have it. Mm. But we need to think like this, this production is very particular because it was so successful that all the actors and stage managers actually fought to get a piece of the revenue. Wow. Which is something that rarely does happen. 
Sure. It's, it only happens on like, you know, the big shows. Yeah. And look, you know, I forgot the, I forgot the show, but there was like a Tupac Broadway show. Yeah. And it was extremely unsuccessful because, you know, most Broadway shows last about six months. Sure. And a lot of us were just trying to live in the fact that we had, you know, maybe we're not looking at the bigger picture that as we should, as you mm. mentioned, but a lot of us were just trying to enjoy, you know, seeing black faces, getting black, you know, getting real opportunity and becoming real successful as a result. Mm. Yeah, sure. And I guess as we start to pull the lens, you know, it starts to get a little more and more fucked up where it's like, oh, well, you know, why people actually will accept this kind of black when you give them, you know, make them feel good about themselves. Mm. And then you guys can all sit there and do your hip hop thing. <laughs> so it's, sure. it's, it's a very tough issue. So you're saying and it I, wouldn't I, have been as successful if it wasn't for the contents about being about an, an old white American forefather. A hundred percent that plays a part. A hundred percent that plays a part. Sure. And Fair look, enough. Lynn. It's like a glorified history lesson. Lynn was coming from a good place. Hmm. He, he could have done better. He, he could have, you know, worked that extra bit to, to find better black stories that he could have worked on. And yeah. I'm sure that's something he's going to work on going forward. I'm sure. But I think, you know, I'm just going to pull it from the lens that he pulled, that he was sort of doing this entire thing from. And he was like, look, Alexander Hamilton is the biography that I happened to read. And he starts to understand that this is a hip hop story hmm. of coming from nothing and working as hard as you possibly can to give yourself to the, the best opportunity to be successful. Now, some See, that's, say, a super, hey, that's a super interesting no, point. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And then some people say, well, hey, w- 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 you know, some of us are out here and we're working as hard as we can, mm. but we were never going to be given the opportunities that Hamilton was going to be given. No, which, which is fair, right? Yeah. No, sure. You know, and I think, I think the narrative, the hip hop narrative, if that's what the argument is, is that it's, that it is from like a kind of from, Going from bottom level to rags to richer yeah. story, then then it is. Then 100 percent then yeah. it makes perfect sense. But yeah. it's yeah. No, no, no. I agree. I agree. But I guess you know, yeah. being the climate that it is now, everything is being looked at from a different lens. It's 2020. Mm. Every you know, everyone's out there being like, wait, but hold wait, hold on a second. That that actually doesn't add up. Actually, what mm. you were doing there, no, you need to change that right now. So yeah. um, look, it was definitely an interesting conversation, but I was more shocked at, um, well, not shocked, but I was more disappointed at how when we get to these points in society where things are, you know, things have been called out or rubbing us the wrong way or things like that, mm. we're so quick to cancel and, not an, and there's not enough of it becoming a teaching moment. Mm. You know, people are like, like cancel why? Hamilton, this is the most offensive thing, but no one wants to take that extra step to be like, okay, these are the reasons I found it offensive. Mm. This is what needs to be more portrayed. This is how you can educate yourself in these matters. Rather sure. than, hey, just cancel it. Just, just stop. Just die. You know, these other take it off Disney people. Plus. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, you're affecting real lives. Mm. Like, yeah, Robert Iger and the boys make all the money, but like also these, these um, artists and these singers and these actors are also included in this process. Yeah. I think I, I sort of can't believe that cancel culture exists in that capacity. You know what I mean? Like the way that the way that we shut, that we shut things out and shut people down seems kind of crazy to me. Cause as you said, it should be, it should be a teaching moment in how we, yeah. in how we do things. So, I mean, like, 
okay woof i was gonna make that reference that's not a good idea so uh <laughs> i'm gonna keep that up here so but i mean the way the way like i mean everything is a teaching moment you know what i mean like is it was it huckleberry finn or one of those old american um old american plays about like like an african-american man and like a like a small white kid whatever these obviously racial connotations in that book but it's very much a teaching moment like how do we how, but how do we get that past that? How do we how do we go forward? And I feel like it should never be an, an issue of of cancelling someone. And it's do something fucked up, like a, you know what I mean, like completely. But it's like a if it's yeah, you, you know, know what I mean. Cancel R. Kelly, one hundred percent. Crystal Lee, allegedly, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, um, whatever. Cosby, but like yeah. we can't just can't just cancel guys because they did a play. Because they did a play. Like Hold even when are you, I mean, you you're a huge fan of Community as much as I am, yes. and there's a there's a there's a Dun- Dungeons and Dragons episode, which is one of my favorite episodes. Yeah. When when Chang comes dressed up in like a purple face because he's a dark elf, and if anyone plays Dungeons and Dragons, I mean, I do. I'm sure I'm like one of the only few people left in the world he still does. But the I dark you admitted that, but keep going. <laughs> yeah, no, I can't believe I put that on the podcast. The dark elves, they have like dark purple skin. And they even they even reference it. They make a joke about it like, that he's like, oh, is that blackface? No, it's not. I'm a dark elf. And I kind of feel like you cut out that episode because of because of that. Like, do are black people getting offended by that? Or are they getting offended by the structural makeup and lack of diversity? in the media industry or in the, in the corporate world or in governance, you know what I mean? Are they they're yeah. upset about, by Chang's purple face or Trump's reaction to black lives matter? You know, that's where, where are we drawing the line here? Kind of thing. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. No, I definitely think, um, yeah. Cancel culture is just something, um, I employ everyone listening. Like when things are being canceled and you know, some things definitely deserve to be canceled. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just give it, give it that extra bit of thought in terms of what, what, what can we learn from this moment and what also can we teach each other, mm. which is really important. No, hundred percent. Um, yeah. Oh, f- fun fact. From that? Yeah. Fun fact. I'm sort of going to tangent. I was bored last weekend and I watched, um, the first Bond movie ever. Oh yeah. Dr. No, that's what it's called. Um, but like, talk about, they did yellow face in that. <laughs> Dude. And no one's talking. I was just like, whoa. Dude, it's, don't an, care. it's an old white like, man playing an Asian person. Like, there were no Asian actors. You couldn't find one Asian actor in 1960. Fuck what? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> but, like, it's not even like doing- a weird, like, it's like he's actually, like, acting. Like, he thinks he's doing good work. Yeah. He's like, oh, like, no. He probably, if I, I love, like, in the post-interview, he's like, no, you know, I went to, I went to China to try and pick up their mannerisms and, and <laughs> work out. <laughs> and work out how to be to be more like them like it's like no just don't do it at all Dude, get a fucking asian wild. person to play an asian person uh, yeah, this like, is insane how is this you're literally calling this man a chinese villain <laughs> can you find a chinese guy please there wasn't I one was, i was shocked Dude, that was that was great. You know, it was amazingly racist. It, <laughs> it, was, it was amazingly like was, at one point they treat these Jamaican black oh dude. I just the one chick makes fun of the black guy and he calls him an ape. No, it's just hey, stop it over there. They don't need to call him that. Relax, take her away. I, I was like, this oh. is insanely racist. 
Wow. So the thing is, they we didn't need to do our research on those Jane Bond films. Didn't play it. Like, they didn't play it then. But I mean, also not pretty close, more close to home. I mean, Leon Chester put on blackface in like 2003. <laughs> are we doing this? We're doing the Leon Chester. Are we going in? You tell you, me, you bro. Do this. Are we you going in? Are we, are we deep going diving? Leon? Dude, are we going to talk but, about how even our own parents won't work? I, okay, <laughs> The man wore blackface. He dressed up as a black woman in like 2003. When is Mama Jackson? Years. No, no, eh? years. No, no, I mean, I'm saying that he is the most recent time. Yeah, yeah. It's like in the, 2003 or what? Dude, <laughs> Mr. Like Mr. Bones? Dude, I was... <laughs> we were fast asleep. We were, I'll, I'll admit it, we were fast asleep as Dude, kids. When I, when I first watched I had Mr. Bones, Mr. Bones at home. Dude, I, I loved... Day at home, you watched Mr. Bones? Mr. Bones. Yeah, I would laugh at Mr. Bones, dude. I would with laugh. the whole family. <laughs> yeah, friends would come over. Hey, do you have the Mr. Can I borrow the Mr. Bones DVD? Yeah, <laughs> and I tried to watch it recently. Yeah, that is some of the most insensitive shit it's I most might have ever seen. Racist shit. Like I can't. Like Mama <sighs> Jack. Okay, Mama Jack wasn't even funny. So I was like, that was bad. But then also, Mr. Bones was like, imagine, imagine a white comedian. And some of them still do it. It's kind of crazy. They just go and they sit, like, they sit for like an hour and a half and just did, did a poor rendition of a black South African's accent. Oh. Imagine they did that. That makes me cry. Dude, they would be sad. They would, he would be crucified. Yeah. Oh, shit. This guy was actually doing a full-on character. Yeah. Dude, even Zulu, Zulu on my stoop. Why isn't the Zulu in your house? Like, what, what are you saying? Like, what is the title? What Why isn't Zulu yeah. my lounge drinking lemonade? Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> oh. What is this? Was this guy punking us the whole time? Uh, maybe. Like, a question. But like, there, there's an argument, and it's not my argument. It's one that I'm regurgitating from from the internet. Is that he he used a lot of his comedy to make fun of the oppressive powers that be, being the apartheid government. Um. But I was too young to work it out, so I don't know what they're talking about. But uh, yeah, I mean, I suppose Leon Chester was just, he was just a, a household name. We all knew him. We all, he's yeah. still alive. But I mean, barely. Not in, and, I, and I guess the, the biggest thing when you, when you go back to it is like, how much of it is people laughing with you or mm. people laughing at you? And as you mature, you sort of start to, well, no, we're just the, you know, the, the appropriation of culture. Yes. Okay. Okay, fair enough. It's kind of like... And it goes back to the whole thing of looking at things through a different lens. Like, hey, mm. we looked, you know, back then, we looked at Leon on, on this lens. Yeah. You know, a young democratic country. Um, there wasn't this work. There was no internet. Yeah. The only thing I knew about my life was what I saw in front of me. Sure. 100%. And now we're here. We look, we're obviously looking at things through a different lens. And now as we go back, we go, wait a minute. But you also know more stuff. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like we know more yeah. things. So like... It's like, you know what, what really, I think one of the things that really pissed me off in comedy is when you see like an Asian, an Asian comedian and Bo Burnham says this in one of his specials, an Asian comedian will have a pretty boring gig, but then halfway through, they'll be like, oh, I hate it. My mom does this. And then does an Asian accent talking like their mother. And then everyone just starts laughing ah. and they go, yeah, they're laughing because they're laughing at your, they've always wanted an excuse to laugh at your people. And now you've given them an excuse to green light. It's like the same thing, like Middle Eastern people do the same thing. And like, I've seen Nigerian comedians do the same thing. You know what I mean? Like it happens a lot. 
Well, people have even it's come like, at Trevor for that. And look, I love Trevor. Yeah. He's one no, of my sure. idols, but same thing. Yeah. Yes. Fair yeah. enough. Fair enough. But it's like, you're making your people the joke, not the joke, the joke. Like there was not, that wasn't that funny that you, what you said, but because you did it in an accent, it was funnier. So when like, I'd like last week when I did the joke about the, my aunt shaming me for dating a Muslim girl, I did yeah. a Greek accent. Like I would like to think the joke is good with the accent or without, you know what I mean? Because of whatever the situation yeah, yeah. where somebody, you, I'm, I'm going on a tangent. I would you understand what I'm saying? I think. Yeah. Yeah. That the, what you're saying is the premise of the joke. Yeah. It's that with or without the accent. The accent is exactly. always a cherry on top rather than. Then the whole thing. Then the whole thing. Yeah. yeah. So it's yeah, like not, it's not using my, it's not saying my people are laughable. I'm saying this is, she just happens to have the accent as well while having these ignorant views. So, so yeah. So you're not to get too philosophical. But yeah. that is and, and look, it, it, it goes back to what we said earlier. It's, you know, every, every moment is a teachable moment. 100%. If you let it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, back there. Anyway, on, on that note, um, it is time to say goodbye for now. I think we've come, we've hit our time limit, but I, I will see you, see you next week. See you next week. Um, thank you so much for listening, guys. We really do appreciate it. Thanks for liking the videos. Um, giving yeah. us feedback like it really really goes a long way and um yeah just thank you for taking the time please do give us feedback we'd love to hear the feedback uh if it's good or bad yeah better if it's bad so we can learn but it's um, bad but also but it already pretty that makes sense so. yeah yeah <laughs> some of you are just giving me feedback and i'm like do you even understand how a podcast is made <laughs> yeah. so please um yes. give your feedback in the context of being a creator and understanding yeah. the process of being a creator but yeah. yeah. Thanks so cool. much for listening. Cheers. 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 Bye bye.